my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. It's Geek Stuff, TNG. What the fuck is a reboot? We're gonna be rolling out a lot of new things. Where the stars of this piece of shit? Oh, are you? I am the sandwich. No one of consequence. You can find me on Xbox at Fat Dumbledore. <laughs> you know what keeps going through my head? Where's my sandwich? To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am West Coast Scott! How the hell did I get roped into this? Show me what you got. Scotty, beam me up. The force is strong with this one. And I am Big Kev. Hail to the king, baby. Yo, that kid Monty is fired. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. And here we go. I get back. Thanksgiving episode, right? Everyone should have already had their turkey by the time this comes out. What it depends you... on on how lazy the producer is. <laughs> no, I'll make sure that this gets out on time. This will be out on Friday. Well. Yeah, sometime on Friday. Sometime on Friday. That's that's typical. That's uh, the the, it, the the timing. If I don't forget to drag it into onto the server, you know, it, it could it be Saturday. Out. Yeah, that's what happened last week. Um. And then, of course, Young Sandwich is uh, on his way here from work, so he's going to miss out on the getting those the uh, getting those last minute meats chopped for the holiday. Yeah, everybody needs some. Uh, I don't know what's what do you, what do you get from the deli for Thanksgiving? He's not cutting up turkeys over there. What does he get? What's he doing? He's not. He's not. He doesn't do like deli. I think he does like butchery, yeah. and not just of the live read. <laughs> Oh, that's perfect. Uh, oh boy. Well, let's let's get the, the mark that uh, mark that. That's a good one. Let's do we'll a, that one. Um, let's get the social medias out of the way while we're waiting on uh, sandwich to get here. Be sure to follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It is Geek Stuff TNG at all those places. Uh, there is good content getting up on the Facebook. Kev is taking care of that. There was a nice uh, rant slash commentary on uh, Hasbro, which you'll get an extended version of in the sandwich shop this week. Or in the bonus show this week. It's the salad shop. The salad shop. Um, No, no. It's it's where we stand. I think that's got to be what it is. Yeah. So there's a where we stand episode for the bonus show coming this weekend. And in order to get that, you support the show on the Patreons, right? For just a dollar a month, you can be a member of our Discord server where you can chat with members of the show. Remember to at mention Kev if you want him to respond. Uh, I responded to somebody just a few minutes ago who who mentioned me. Yeah. And then there you go. for just $3 a month, you get the early bird special where you get the show the day after it is recorded. Typically, that is Tuesday nights. Uh, and then for $5 a month, it's the bonus round, which is normally a sandwich shop. But this week, it's where we stand coming over the weekend. And then twice a month on the 1st and the 15th, you get the vintage episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff. I think we're in the mid-60s, uh, which would be circa 2007. Yeah, man. Yeah, summer of love. Yeah. No, that was the late 60s. Yeah. 
And then for $10 a month, you can watch us record live on the Instagrams where you could see Dom arriving the sandwich right now, adjusting his mic. And just in time to say, you can always call us on the GVM line. 201-730-2547. Or you hey, scoot a little right, sandwich. Just a, just a hair. Perfect. Don't move. Or you could send us an email. At geeksoftng at gmail.com. That's right. And we are glad to uh, have Mr. Sandwich. So the question was... It's what's left of Mr. Sandwich. Just look at him. He's so tired. He is so tired. So, so you know, Sandwich, I'm going to be so happy when you get a real job and you bring the lively energy of like when you have a day off and we record the show. When you can bring that lively energy in like every week, that's going to be a thrill. That'll be enjoyable. Yeah. So we were asking, what kind of meats are you cutting up for Thanksgiving these days? Uh, well, it's a lot of turkey still, obviously. So you do you do have, it's not, it's poultry. It's not just, I don't know, when I hear butcher shop, I think like red meat, but it's it's all kinds. We do all kinds of dead animals in our establishment. That's what I said. Well, what, what else did you say, Kev? Nothing. Okay. Just that. All right. That was all I said. <laughs> Oh boy! Well, I didn't say anything else. In this lovely pre-holiday episode, we've got to get it going quick, so we're going to do some quick hits today. Yes, the producer has uh, the producer has some uh, some other things, so we have to move along. Yes, we're going to move it (laughs) along here. Um, So let's get the production out of the way. Geek stuff. What's in the news? Wow. Uh, yeah. What is in old the news? School. I think the, yeah, that's a good one. Um, Ridley Scott is old. I don't know. This that, is true. That, I don't know if that's news. That's just a fact. But also, uh, if he gets nominated for an Academy Award, he would be the oldest because he's getting ready to turn 80 and John Huston was 79. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, Ridley Scott, uh, certainly a very uh, acclaimed director. Anybody have any really Scott comments? Uh, if you didn't tell me who he was before, <coughs> I would have totally blanked on what he did. I've probably seen his work. I just can't think of it offhand. Well, his- hey, uh, in today's episode of Fun with Filters, um, I happened to actually get uh, the same filter available for um, uh, for for both uh, your you guys' feed and my feed. Uh, so today's episode uh, will be sponsored by AHA, the group that brought you Take On Me, as we use the AHA filter. I don't know what it's actually called, <laughs> but so this this whole um, this whole episode on on um, Instagram will look like uh, the Take On Me video. If only so. if only I had my helmet and a wrench to hold up to be the bad guy for i know movie. right that'd be so funny but it, it certainly uh lends itself for you to use uh appropriate music mr scott <laughs> we'll I have to have put the thanksgiving music in this episode um what, what is thanksgiving music uh alice's like restaurant? the peanuts theme i could oh, the peanuts theme would be good alice's restaurant is a you know there was i, I got uh, it i already NFL got it on the noises way what was that like nfl football noises because everyone watches football even if they don't care about it yeah all right, come on. We, we got to get. We got to wrap this. Uh, not wrap it up, but we got to stay on track. So I'm gonna. All right. I'm gonna rush us. Scott through. has Scott has places to be and people to see. I so got, we got to move it along. I got Quick hits. To cook. Go. 
Uh, so Ridley Scott directed Aliens. Uh, yes, Blade we Runner, know who Ridley right? Scott is. He's old. He's a director. All right. Good for him. Ghostbusters. What are they going to nominate him for? Uh, House of Gucci. Okay. That Yeah, I've heard good things about that flick. So yeah. Adam Driver. Um, uh, what's his name? <laughs> um, Al Pacino. Uh, Lady Gaga. And Jared Leto amongst the quote stars end quote except that last one who are appearing in that uh, in that film. So, yep. Uh, so let's let's uh, well we'll so, so we'll see. I think it seems likely that he's going to be the oldest person to be nominated for the directorial uh, Oscar uh, in the box office. So Ghostbusters Afterlife hit forty four million. Did anybody see it? No. I, I have. I heard it was all right though. I think. It's uh, not playing in any theater on this island. Yeah, I heard and it. And by any, I mean the one. Yeah, I heard it. It has good nostalgia and it's kind of feel good. So, you know, I think that I'm going to enjoy it when I get around to seeing it. But I don't see myself going to the theater for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, I did see Shang-Chi last night, though, finally. So uh, nice. I'm, I'm at least one Marvel movie closer to being caught up. I just need to go catch the Eternals. I plan to do that by the time we record the next show. To see the Eternals? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, if Scott can do that, then we can talk about it. Yeah. Wait um, a minute. Are we two weeks past? We can blow it for Scott. We could. It would be blowing for both of us because I haven't seen it either. But, yeah. I mean. Oh, no. I meant after next week after you see it. Then we can ruin it. All right. I'll get. I'll try to make sure. I'll try to see if I can see it before the next show. Um, but speaking of the Eternals, so the director, Chloe Zhao. Chloe Zhao. Writer, writer, director. Uh, there's some rumors that she wants to uh, work on a Star Wars film. Well, um, if the news is uh, that she's taking over Rogue Squadron because Patty Jenkins has left due to creative differences or whatever the story is that they're saying, I'm pretty sure that Patty Jenkins is off of uh, the Rogue Squadron movie, Um, which after the second Wonder Woman movie, I can't say as I'm surprised, but I don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have any insider dope about that uh, particular situation, but uh, if Chloe Zhao wants to do Star Wars, you know, she should throw her hat in the ring like everybody else. I think the Eternals was um, middle received. It wasn't a great movie, but it wasn't a terrible movie. It was a good movie, but you really have to appreciate the fact that it's sort of a different kind of Marvel MCU movie. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Marvel movies, uh, there's going to be, are there are currently doing significant reshoots on Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness? Mm-hmm. So, I don't... I and mean, apparently that is not out of order, or it's not, uh, there's no, they say there's not any drastic changes or anything. They just needed to do, I, I'm guessing something along the line has adjusted, and they may have to do some adjustments as a result. That's my thought, but I don't know. Everyone says, though, that it's not because the film is in trouble or it's nothing crazy like that. That's what I've heard. All right. Well, I guess that's good news. And then uh, over at uh, Paramount, they're delaying the Transformers and Star Trek sequels. They're making another Transformers movie? Apparently, mm-hmm. but it's delayed now. Is that the... the, the yeah, the it's, the, it's the, the... What's the primal one? Oh, Beast Wars? Yeah, yeah, yeah Beast Wars. I think it's Beast Wars, yeah. Is that is that is that official official? I think so. I think that they made that official, and I'm pretty sure. 
I don't know 100%, but I thought I had heard that Ron Perlman was going to yeah, play I heard that too. Optimus Primal. So, okay. Star Trek, um, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, just some... I, some Kelvin Timeline died for me in the second movie. When they went to the well, uh, you know, when they when they went too quickly to Khan and they cast a pasty white Englishman as Khan Noonien Singh, a Sikh rebel, um, uh, you know, just to capitalize on Benedict Cumberbatch's burgeoning popularity, I thought was the shittiest move of all time. Yeah, that that and then that the the third film in that in in that little set was just i mean it was okay but it was not good it was it would have been a great star trek episode but it wasn't a great movie mm, yeah i, At this I, point, I agree with you star there. trek's kind of star trek's kind of hanging by a thread with me a little bit not to go off on a, on too great a tangent but i don't like discovery i haven't since the beginning i was not a big fan of picard i mean yeah it got the nostalgia points okay but a movie cannot uh, a show cannot sustain just on nostalgia it has to have its own voice and a new voice and that kind of thing and i'm just not digging it a lot of my friends do east coast scott is a huge trekkie huge 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 um and i just don't i don't jive with it i just haven't uh, i just haven't made that connection i didn't watch lower decks yet but i hear that's really good the new Nickelodeon series is apparently garbage. Um, and lastly, the one I'm looking forward to is, uh, I think it's where no man has gone before or whatever the one where it's the Enterprise again, but it's Captain Christopher Pike. So imagine the crew from the original pilot and they're doing a TV show based on them, but it's in the Discovery universe, which is technically the Kirk universe. I mean, the regular universe that we know and not the Kelvin universe, not the Chris Pine universe, but the Shatner universe. So um, I'll be interested to check that out. I have really high hopes for that, but already a little bit, I'm kind of bothered by the fact that they have, they're trying, you got to give them credit. They're trying to maintain sort of the nostalgia slash look a little bit from that original pilot, but they just can't do it or they won't do it. And because Discovery already seems way far ahead from the original series, it's kind of it kind of feels weird. So I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I think that's where No Man Has Gone before, but I don't know. Um, uh, I'm looking forward to that. That I that I'm definitely looking forward to. I hope I hope that one picks me back up because right now it's kind of like, oh come on, I need the next great Star Trek thing, and it just hasn't happened yet. Sandwich, do you have something to say there? It was just completely unrelated, but I was going to ask if, if either of you had seen Hawkeye yet. No, it dropped today, didn't it? Dropped it? Today? Yep. Yeah, I've not had a chance to see that yet. First two episodes dropped. I saw the first one. My uh, my phone has been blowing up about it, though. Apparently, people absolutely love it. I've heard an instant holiday classic. <laughs> uh, I've heard that so far. Um, and some other things, but those are the things I've heard thus far. Is Hawkeye a Christmas show? Just like Die Hard is. Die Hawk. Die Hawk. Yeah. All right. So let's do this. I have some new production. Hang on one sec. We're going to do some reboot, uh -oh. reboot news. Geek Stuff. Reboot News. Reboot it, it, it. No it. 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 it
so let's talk about the uh, Flash, like Flash Gordon, with that's tied to Taika Waititi. Anybody even heard of that? I saw one article about it, and then I haven't heard anything about it in months. He's attached to everything. It's hard to even say what's real and what isn't anymore because he's such a well-known geek director at this point, or appreciated one, certainly, that everything is getting run across him. The last thing that he was working on that was actually confirmed was Akira. And then that, apparently, that's fallen apart now, so... We're never going to get a live action Akira movie. If if no. if Taika Waititi couldn't do it, I don't think anybody's going to do it. Oh, that that's another tangent. Have either of you seen the new Cowboy Bebop? No, uh, uh-uh, no. And I, but I, I, I've heard the fans of the anime predictably don't like it, but people who who don't have exposure to it seem to think it's really good. And if Vicious Smith wants to call in and tell us about it, he can call the GVM line. 201-730-2547. Did yeah, you I, see it, Sandwich? I, I watched a little bit of it. I, I am in the not a huge fan of a boat. I'm not saying it's bad. I just wasn't a huge fan of it. I I think we talked about it before we talked about it coming out. Even though it wasn't like, you know, like a super over-the-top anime, I think it is really hard to translate anime just generally into a live action kind of space because the way that anime just works like cartoons can operate in such different ways and do you could do so many different things and be so much right. more like exaggerated with things than you can with live action where in live action it might look you know a little dopey you know what i mean right dom can you be a little bit louder can you turn your mic up or get a little closer oh is this any better yeah that's better um, my apologies. All right, yeah. So we got to watch Cowboy Bebop, and then uh, how about a Spawn reboot? No. Ew. Next. <laughs> uh, let's see. Witches of Eastwick. No. How about Ew. Night Court? Night Court. That the, you said they're going to save that to make it a give it a full season. Yeah, it was supposed to be a mid season replacement, which means it would have started in the in you know after in the new early in the new year. Um, and NBC has such great faith in it, apparently, that it's going to happen in the fall now. It stars uh, Melissa Rauch, who was um, Bernadette on The Big Bang Theory. She and her husband are producing. Um, she is playing the daughter of uh, Judge Harold T. Stone, uh, who's the character played by Harry Anderson, who has passed away. Um, also appearing in the show, the only person returning to the show right now is John Larroquette. And if you Google online, you can see a picture of Melissa Rauch and John Larroquette. That's clearly from the set. She's sitting on the judge's bench and he's standing in front of her. From a nostalgia perspective, I am over the moon about this idea. One, because I am the biggest Night Court. Night Court is probably my top five TV shows of all time. That's that's certainly true. Um, and the fact that they're redoing it and the fact that Melissa Rauch and her husband are producing it, per- possibly with John Larroquette, that they got John Larroquette back. Um, and I'm pretty sure at this point, Marky Post, Harry Anderson, um, Mr. Robertson, I can't remember his first name, that played Mac. I'm pretty sure the three of them are dead. I'm reasonably sure the three of them are dead. 
Um, I know for sure Harry Anderson. Marky Post just died. Didn't she just die like a yeah. few months ago? Like this, yeah, in the last couple of months. Yeah, Richard Mull, who played Bull, has kind of left show business a long time ago, I think, at this point. Hasn't shown his head in, in quite a while. I think the last thing I read about Marsha Warfield was that they did not ask her back or something to that effect. Um, which I think if that's true, it's a shame because I think I, I really loved Roz on, on the original show. So I, I think that would have been, uh, that would have been a great, uh, uh, bring back if they could, there's some other minor characters that I wouldn't mind seeing like the handyman, um, whose name I can't remember at the moment. Um, but there's also guest stars like Brett Spiner, um, and some other guest stars who appeared over the course of the original season, who I feel like they could bring back, you know, for small cameos. Oh, um, Mel Torme is also dead, so he will not be coming <laughs> the back. The Velvet Fog? The Velvet Fog. I His appearances on that show and Harry's obsession with Mel Torme was just one of those funny hooks that I was just like, this is just the greatest, craziest show ever. I, I, would, so. I would hazard to say... That if it weren't for Night Court, I probably wouldn't really know who Mel Torme was. I mean, that's why I know who Mel Torme is. I mean, I know who he was, but I, I just I, I I didn't have a full appreciation. And he was funny in those episodes. He was in, he had to be in at least half a dozen to ten episodes. He had to be, because the relationship between he and Harry was really, really hysterically funny. And uh, I know for sure he was in the last episode of the, the, the show. And, and, you know, and there was always applause when he showed on. And Harry was always like, no, like they were best friends. It was great. Anyway, um, that's the only reboot kind of thing that I'm really looking forward to at this point. And I got to wait till the fall uh, in order to see that. Is, so. is Tron 3 going to be a reboot? Tron 3 is so, well, now supposedly uh, it is not a, it is not a direct sequel to Legacy um, because if it was, I think we would have heard about um, uh, what's his name? Garrett, whatever the hell his name is, the guy who played Sam. Uh, I think we would have heard or, or Olivia Munn uh, uh, or, or any of those characters. I think we would have heard about them. Um, coming back already if uh, it was going to be a direct sequel I just don't think it is it's something with Jared Leto I know Jared Leto is like the star of it which I don't understand him being the star of anything um, but that said that's the last I heard of it it's not a direct sequel it does take place after Legacy but that's that's all and and uh, yeah after Legacy because Uprising is before Legacy so um yeah, that's that's all we know about Tron. It's last I heard, it was still moving forward. So, and and what about the? Uh, it was announced on Disney Plus Day, or not announced, but highlighted. Uh, Prey, which is is that a, a reimagining of the Predator, or just another installment no. of the Predator? Series? No, it's Prey is actually the Predator comes to Earth. I think in the 18th century, or the 19th century, or something like that. Was that actually on? Did that get dropped on Disney? It, it. They just showed, I think the uh, the logo, like the like the poster for it on Disney Plus Day. I don't think it was. There That's was, a Disney property, apparently. That seems really strange. I'll have to look more into. You sure it was Disney that you saw? Well, I mean, I know there's no other channel on in your house, <laughs> so um, I suppose that might be true. But I don't know. I I I did not know that that was a Disney property. So. Yeah. Beats me. 
Next. It's, it was, on, it was a, Fox, a Fox property. Uh, okay, so going back to some of the other news stories, did you hear The Rock? Is- no, I don't want to get in trouble with your wife. I have enough problems with her as it is. <laughs> uh, the Rock has thrown his hat into the ring to be the next James Bond. He said he yeah, great. be next. involved in TV. Okay. Uh, how about Aquaman and Drax buddy cop? Well, uh, no, no, that's not fair. The Rock should not play Bond. Sandwich, comment? Yeah, I mean, I, just because he's The Rock, he can do a lot of things. I don't see him as Bond, though. Like, he seems more like action star generic, like, you know, guy, not... James Bond is, like, suave. Are you saying The Rock is not suave? Not the way that James Bond is. Are you saying The Rock... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you say. My favorite gag of his of all time. Okay. Now, even even Daniel Craig is a little more badass than previous Bonds, right? Previous Bonds have been a little more. uh, What's that P word ends with? Ussy. I, I mean, just just saying, like you know, there's like a, a an upper class British kind of guy and. Then and Daniel, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig is not right. He's a little more of a of a British gangster, which is different. Yeah. And so then you know, moving to you know The Rock, it's it, never going to be an American. That's true too. That's true too. Yeah, Dwayne been. Johnson is throwing his hat in a ring that doesn't exist for him. All right. It just doesn't exist. It's just not. He's he's never going to play Tom Sawyer either. You know why? Because he's never going to play Tom Sawyer because he's wrong for the part. All right. There you go. I said it. Uh, it, it, What about the uh, Aquaman and Drax buddy cop picture that uh, Momoa and Batista seem to be pitching around Hollywood? What is it? What is it? Just uh, they want to work together. Okay. Uh, so now, I can totally see that happening. I, I think that would be great. I think, I, I mean, I'm enjoying... It'd be the funniest movie of all time. Yeah, I'm enjoying Momoa in, in all the stuff that I see him in. And uh, and the same thing with uh, Bautista. I liked the one where he was, like, I think it was called My Spy or whatever, where he worked with a kid. I think he's yeah. he's taking that, that slot as the action guy, you know... Does kid uh, just, who does? Yeah, just like you know, every, everybody's getting, done them, right? Vin Diesel did one, The Rock did right. one, uh, Hulk Hogan did one. You know, like everybody does that kind of, and his was good compared to some of those other ones. I liked it. He's he's, he's just getting too many tattoos. <laughs> like he's got them on his hands now, and like his knuckles and stuff. I'm just like, stop, Dave. You want? <laughs> I I honestly think I. This is what I honestly think. I honestly think Dave Batista is going to do. I don't know a dozen more pictures. And then that's going to be the it for Dave. But I think he's just going to retire because at that point with the money he made from WWE and all the movie money he made, which has got to be millions at this point. Plus, you know, little commercials, you know, he always pops up in some commercial, you know, if, if, if he keeps doing that, he does a couple more commercials and things. That's it. He retires. That's exactly what I would do. If I was Dave Batista, I'd be like, you know what? Do I have enough money to live comfortably forever? Bye. Bye. Felicia. I'm out. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap up the uh, movie news segment with uh, Disney's live action Snow White. So Greta Gerwig is going to be writing that. And Gal Gadot is going to be the evil queen. And uh, Rachel Zegler is going to be Snow White. Who's Rachel Ziegler? Oh, I knew who it was. A minute. I like Gal Gadot as the evil queen. Uh, I feel like... I like Gal Gadot as anything, mostly. (laughs) <laughs> mostly 
Yeah, can't wait till they get Gal Gadot in a Marvel movie. That uh, I guess they could. Uh, let me find. Let me find out. There's any number of characters that she could play in Marvel. I don't know that she couldn't, but like, you think she's still got like, like, is there like a DC loyalty that she has? Because well, there's there's another Wonder Woman movie. Lord knows why the second one was so bad. Uh, but I think after I think that's it for her contract. I think I'm not 100 percent sure, but I'm pretty sure that that's the end of her contract. So Marvel should be like, all right, what can we do with Gal Gadot? Yeah, you know. So Rachel, she wants to do that way. Rachel Zegler is going to be in, or was in the, is in the upcoming West Side Story reboot. Speaking of reboots, um, is she the star? Yeah, I think she's Maria. And, oh, okay. Uh, so I've seen her. So she was in. Was she in um, the Lin Manuel Miranda movie girl. also? Yes. Uh, whatever that was. Called. I can't remember what it's called now. Um, uh, in the Heights. In the Heights, she was in the, the in the Heights. Okay, well, okay. I don't have a problem with her. Is that the Batgirl? In in the Heights, I don't know who. No, she's definitely not. No, fat. That's a, that's she's a the lead person. in West Side Story. No, Bat, not Fat Bat. No, is no, she Batgirl. The one that from In the Heights is playing Batgirl is different than the one that's playing Snow White. There, okay. there is yes, one of the, somebody who was in In the Heights is going to be is playing Batgirl. Batgirl. Yes, a different girl in the Heights, but the lead Maria. In the West Side Story remake, is the one that's going to be Snow White, right? Okay, got it. And then Greta, um, Greta Gerwig, who wrote Lady Bird, right? She's going to be the the yes. writer of it. Okay. And so let's see. Moving on, let's talk streaming services, right? Andor is still on the way. We'll see what happens with that. No trailer yet. No nothing, but it's filmed and done. Um, Kenobi finished, done, no trailer, no nothing, even though we just had a Disney Plus presentation. What about uh, Wheel of Time? Did the first three episodes of Wheel of Time dropped. On it's Amazon the same Prime. sort of thing that I'm hearing about Cowboy Bebop, which is fans of the book don't like it. Again, because you're never going to replace your own headcanon. So you need to get out of that space and take it as a separate thing. If you made a Wheel of Time movie, it would look different than whoever's making this Wheel of Time series because your headcanon is different um, reading the books than mine was or that guy's was or whomever. So people got to get out of their own head, out of their headspace and and cut this shit out because you have to take it as its own. And it's not as good as the book. Well, what is? Besides yeah. Watership Down, what is as good as the book? And, and, you know, the answer is nothing. So, you know, just, just stop. Just stop with this nonsense. I haven't seen it yet. I do want to see it. I hear it's well done. Um, and so I'm, I'm going to check it out. Yes, but I haven't yet. So we can't spoil it and say who the dragon is dun, 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 or, or whatever. I don't even know what I'm saying yeah. right now. I don't know anything about the, the plot of Wheel of Time. Um, so, I mean, for me, I feel like if I like it, it'll be because it's again, new IP that I don't, that I'm not familiar with. So I get to watch it and be surprised by a story that I don't know. Um, I think we're going to be really uh, looking forward to hearing uh, the young sandwich comments on the wheel of time series, because I know he's been reading them since he was a young boy. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure he's the one that's going to have the insight there. Oh yes. The wheel of time. I've definitely heard of that before this show happened. <laughs> uh, Kev, didn't you say that that was one of uh, OG's favorites? 
Wheel of Time is one of OG's favorites. I have not seen a single word from OG about this episode. You know what? Maybe I'll see if we can get the old OG to uh, to join us uh, next week. Maybe he hasn't had time to watch them, or maybe well, he has maybe just... I'll maybe I'll get him on the on the wire and say, "Hey, watch those and come on the show." He's due for an appearance. Yeah, that would come be down great. from the office and grace us with his presence for an hour why not yeah well and also maybe though he, he's so burned out from why the last man being a piece of garbage that he he's worried about watching a uh, wheel of time they're, they're still trying to sell that show to somebody else which i'm like amazed by <laughs> because Netflix apparently it was really terrible i don't know I didn't, I didn't get a chance to judge it so netflix will take it netflix takes any any show that needs a home for cheap I mean, yeah, if they get it well, cheap enough, Netflix may produce another season of it and let it go. Who knows? Maybe. Um, How about they just produce enough to finish the story? Right. That'll just be enough. Make it a Don't stretch series. it out into ten years. Just do it as a, you know, do it as a two-season thing. What's that? Seven episodes a season, eight episodes a season, sixteen hours. I'm pretty sure you can tell that story effectively in sixteen hours. Yeah. Just saying. Um, over on HBO Max, there's going to be a spinoff of Doom Patrol. Uh, Dead Boy Detective? Does that sound? Do you know that character? Yeah, Dead Boy. It. I thought it was the Dead Boys. Dead Boy Detectives. I thought it was plural. The book. Um, oh, but, it, it yeah, is Dead a, Boy Detectives. I'm sorry, I missed. The oh, episode. it is. Okay. Well, there you go. Then yes, yeah, I have heard that. And that's going to spin out of of uh, of Doom Patrol. Yeah, your favorite. Wow. Doom I probably should probably watch Doom Patrol, huh? <gasps> yeah. I finished I finished Titans and it, it was okay. Um and I I've been putting off uh the new season of Doom Patrol cuz I'm excited about it and I want to have the time to really give it its due as I watch it. I have to say this too. <sighs> Stargirl really isn't that good. Oh yeah. And I'm a big fan of the character and it just it just, I tried, guys. I tried so hard. Star Girl, Doom Patrol. These are characters that I really like. And I just can't. I can't. I just can't. I mean, I'm going to force myself through Doom Patrol only on the word that West Coast Scott says it's worth my time to do so. Yeah. What's I mean, the, uh, the only reason I'm doing it. So that way you can come back and yell at me and tell me I'm wrong. Well, if, you know, if I watch it for no other reason, that's certainly a good one. <laughs> All right. Uh, why don't we uh, why don't we take the Thanksgiving episode to a break? We'll keep it short and sweet this this week. And with that, we will take this episode of Geek Stuff TNG episode 656. No. 60. No. 66. No. 560. 660. 660. We're coming close to the devil's number, folks. I know that's going to be quite a quite a thing in a few weeks. Special guest, um, the devil himself. Year. Special guest, the devil himself, on episode six sixty six. Well, we'll make oh, sure that OG is available. Then. <laughs> no, that's like booking him two months from now. There's no point. We got to get him like sooner than that. All right, with that, we will take our break, and we'll be right back on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG episode six sixty. Um, nah, nah. Take on me. <laughs> After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. 
We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line. 201-730-2547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right. Here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices. Like this. <clears throat> hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm comments. Oh. <clears throat> That's right. We want you to tell us what's hmm on your mind. What we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> So call us on the GVM line, 201-730-2547, and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Potter and Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Okay, here we go. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called The PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step -step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. Bitch, what you don't know about me, I can just about squeeze in the grand fucking can. Hey, this is Kevin Smith, Big Kev's love slave. Did you know I always wanted to be a dancer in Vegas? And you're listening to Big Kev's geek stuff. What do you look so shocked for, man? Fat bastard does this all the time. He thinks just because he don't say anything, it'll have some huge impact when he does open his fucking mouth. Chris, why don't you shut up? Live from the sandwich shop, Pie Day Productions in sunny Southern California and Big Kefuna Studios, it's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, here's from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118th scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your 3 and 3 quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. 
the S foils open into attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing and the engine lights power up, all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their doo -doo 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 premium offer. You get one eighteenth scale hangar accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personal transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions, and I don't need to tell you the price tag can be quite high. The genius of this system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. All right, that was a great uh, live read there. Uh, let's move on to comic news. I think, I think you're lying. Comic news. Smell that? That's the smell of new comic books. Oh, production. I love it. A um, couple of things. Uh, we missed last week was Life Day. Do you know what day Life Day is from the Star Wars Christmas special? Sandwich. Well, I, I don't know the exact day. Life Day is like Space Christmas, right? Space Christmas. It's it Wookiee Christmas. Wookiee Christmas. It's apparently okay. celebrated on November 17th. So we didn't mention that in the last episode, but they put out a comic book for Life Day, uh, which just has a little Han Chewy Life Day adventure. Probably because the one that was in the Star Wars Christmas special was so bad, they wanted to get Chewie's family in there. And I think that his son is no longer named Lumpy. Lumpy. <laughs> Lumpy. He had a son named Lumpy? What? He had a son Have you ever seen Lumpy? the Christmas special sandwich? I've never seen the, I've never uh -oh. had access to it. Oh, boy. I'll watch that one. I won't even cry about it. Uh, sandwich, if you want to do an episode of The Sandwich Shop on the Star Wars Christmas special, which I highly recommend that you do, you may want to first listen to the episode of the podcast where I forced Brittany to watch the Star Wars Christmas special. No, so no, no. You definitely do not want to do that because we want him to actually do it. I'm pretty sure it's on. It may be on YouTube, Sandwich. Okay. Maybe on YouTube. But you know what? That could be... If I was there, I know the magical bin that it's in in the unit. <laughs> Even in more the archive. Here, here, here's what I'm thinking, guys. Twitch live, all three of us together. We watch it together as a geek stuff family. That oh, that's so cute for not this year. Can, can you do that One though? Year. Does doesn't Twitch have the copyright issues? Well, like, does, does, do people actually own the copyright to? Isn't it like the ET game where it doesn't exist? No, it exists. Okay, they've just destroyed any, you know, but that didn't stop it from getting out there. Oh, so, so. we got the it got the full ET service, but people still remember. We, we could do we could do the secret show to the future style, where we do the commentary track, where people can't hear uh, the Christmas special the stuff, we, and we then watch they it. watch it and then play it at the same time. Yeah, that's you know, I know a podcast. Uh, I know a podcast that did a Flash Gordon commentary that very same way with 
Melody Anderson and uh, Sam Jones, the stars of that movie. I know a podcast that did that. Yeah, that was very impressive. What was that sandwich? Was that roll for it? That (laughs) (laughs) was only till ours comes. All right. So anyway, there's a one-shot comic out with Han and Chewie's Life Day Adventure. Um, But I think that, Sandwich, you should watch the Christmas special for a sandwich shop this year. And I think that maybe next year we'll put together the the commentary track. I think that we we could do that. Given a year's notice, we can make that happen for next year. Yeah, I think that's true. Because we'll be able to find an actual copy of it in the Geek Stuff product archive. I know just the bin it's in, I think. It's the same one where we found Shogun. Ooh. Yeah. Coming in 2022. Coming in 2022. Super the sandwich, sandwich shop. shop presents Shogun. So excited. It's going to be fun. I just can't hide it. Uh, all right. Sticking with comic news, uh, there's, there's going to be a new uh, series, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's kind of like old old woman Buffy. She's 50. And so, the last Vampire Slayer, I yeah, believe it's called. Yeah, I think there's been some some kind of cataclysmic event where all the other Slayers are gone, and there won't be a, a new Slayer to replace Buffy. And uh, Xander in the the series looks like he's a lot older than fifty. So it's been a hard fifty years for uh, one eyed Xander there. So, is the lore like when a, a Slayer dies and new one rises type deal, or is it just like? There's no one to train. There's always two, a master and an apprentice. No, that's different. That's different. You don't know the Buffy the Vampire Slayer lore? I I didn't care about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, my goodness. It's one of my favorite shows. Um, Yeah. I only cared about Willow. Yeah, I'm with you there, too. Uh, I mean, Allison Hannigan's character, not Warwick Davis's movie. (laughs) I like that movie, though. That TV show uh, is coming. Did you see? Yes. I didn't see anything on it. I didn't see like any. Um, Disney Plus Day said something about it. Didn't they say something like it's coming or some shit? Yeah, I know. But did. like we didn't see anything besides maybe concept there, art, which I didn't really. I don't know who. I think it was Warwick Davis. Check his Twitter because I think he and Val Kilmer were recently at some convention somewhere and they took a picture together. It was adorable. Oh, yeah, it was uh, really, really adorable because you know Val's not about, well. Yeah, so exactly, exactly, that breaks my heart but thinking about it every it's time. It still, it still looked pretty good though. So you know, check check that. If I find it, we'll post it on. If I find it, I'll post it on Facebook. But mm-hmm. uh, I think it was Warwick Davis's Twitter. I don't know. I'll find it. Yeah, let's get that posted. Um, but so real quick, Dom, the magic that creates the Slayer, right? Who is the one girl in all the world who has the power to fight? the vampires and the evil so yeah when she dies then that goes then that power that magic goes into another chosen one and it was a big plot uh point of the final season that they expanded that magic to so that everyone who had the potential to be a slayer became a slayer so there were hundreds of them instead of just one and that was gonna and that was kind of how the series ended and then it continued in in comic book form over at boom studios and uh, and so this is I'm no, sure it was Dark Horse. Dark Horse. Oh well, this one's with Boom. I think this was is Boom. Maybe it went to Boom after a time, but I'm pretty sure it was Dark Horse out of the gate. Yeah, you're right. It's so, the, but and they continued just uh, issues of the comic as if they were seasons of the show for both right. Buffy and Angel after they went off the air. Um, but so yeah, I, I would I would recommend 
Buffy and Angel. I loved both of those shows very much. So um, again, some of the some of the characters and situations are a little problematic, as things often happen when you look back at something uh, that <laughs> right. maybe seemed acceptable at the time and is definitely problematic. But again, big fans of those shows. Um, I, I always find it interesting that we're at a point nowadays where I feel like not that we're running out of ideas, but it's like, okay, who can we put in the post-apocalypse when they're old and there's no hope? Um, Michelangelo. Throw a bunch of names at the wall and just throw some darts. All right, the Turtles did it. Buffy's Wolverine doing it. Morgan, Buffy. Uh, next, next one is um, Wolverine, okay, Hawkeye, Mouse. Mickey Mouse in the future. There's Disney is dead. It's only Mickey. Post-apocalyptic Mickey. He has like Pluto's head on a mallet as his weapon. <laughs> his skull. Did I say so? I, I feel like Donald Duck's skull would be a better weapon. That beak, you know, just. But anyway, that's just me. Oh, no, that's Minnie's weapon. Because we don't realize Minnie has been alive the entire time until the final issue. <gasps> oh, my God, it's Minnie. And she's been the evil one all along. She's wrapped up, you know. She, she is has, like evil queen. She has, like, bandages and, you know, some other crazy stuff on. <laughs> there you go. Figure it out. All right. And then uh, last bit of comic news over in Action Comics. Uh, you got Sp- Superman versus Mongol, and, and he's on War World, I think it is. Ooh. And he's trying to free the slaves of War World, is what Superman's up to over there. Oh, you can't say slaves. No, he's freeing the slaves, the enslaved people, excuse me. Um, you can't say slave because Ula is a slave and Leia was a slave. And anyway, check out this week's Where We Stand. Uh, if you're a Patreon, in place, is it in place or addition to the sandwich shop? This will be in, in place of the sandwich shop for Thanksgiving week. Oh, I see. Because he's cutting two pounds of tur- two tons of turkey. He needs to take a week off and we'll say three this tons. Is where we Wasn't it three tons? It was three. I, I, it was three. <laughs> Little town. Nope, I'm not doing it. Oh, you should do you it. thought you were going to get it, but I I'm not doing it. it. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else do we got here in the news? Um, there's going to be a scripted podcast starring Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. Who wanted this? No one. Um, yeah. It's just Warner's trying to say, look, we're relevant. We're, we're podcasting now. <laughs> look, we did a podcast. I mean, there's many problems with that. First and foremost, you know, the Looney Tunes were fantastic cartoons, right? I mean, I love visual Bucks Bunny, and, and, but it's, yeah, it's a visual yeah. medium, right? And so, so you're taking out all of the sight gags that you get from Looney Tunes by doing a, a scripted podcast, a radio drama, you could even call it. But then also, you know, the other problem is going to be the voices aren't going to sound right. Whoever's going to do... Uh, Daffy and and Bugs. It's not going to sound like it did. It's not Mel Blank, so it's going to be that's going to be an even bigger problem. Even if it's well written and it has a funny story, it's not going to sound right. <laughs> like the fake Fred, <laughs> right? Th- th- that's the one you can do, right? You can't do real Fred, but yeah. you can do fake Fred. I can only do it because uh, because of Anthony. So uh, that's right, Barney. <laughs> <laughs> fake Fred. It's, uh... It's going to be interesting. I wonder if they can do like the whams and the bangs. Just like, bam, bam. like if there's a fight, just like, Boing. Exactly. 
all, all those great Looney Tunes sounds. None of the visuals of Looney Tunes. Right. I mean, I just, I don't get. And you can't do it. Elmer Fudd because he has a speech impediment. And he had a gun. He had and a gun. He had a gun. They, they took yeah, away he's a hunter. Gun. Yep. Well, and, and they took they, away the gun, though. And they um, got rid of uh, uh, Pepe Le Pew's done. He's canceled for sure. Yeah. Because he, he and was... Porky Pig. Because he walked around Porky... without pants, or because he stutters. Because he, because he's yeah, well, he stutters and he's fat. So, <laughs> who's left? Marvin. He's gonna blow up the Earth. Still? He's a little space terrorist. Yeah, but yeah, that's okay because there isn't anything that to say about space terrorists. We say that now, but wait three years from now, we're like, wow, we didn't realize how wrong we were about Marvin. Yeah, true. <laughs> wow. So speaking of, I guess maybe this was more comic news, but do you remember Gru the Wanderer? Yeah. Yeah. Was wasn't he like a? He didn't have his own comic book, did he? He yes. was he was more like I thought I felt like I feel like I remember Gru the Wanderer from like uh, issues of Dragon Magazine. No, Gru had his own book forever. All right. Well, they're they're working on a, a live action Gru movie. Gru is just uh like a Conan riff. Yeah. It yeah. But, but like comedically, right? He's he's Yeah. It's kind of a Sergio silly Sergio Argones. Yeah, it's basically a riff on Conan. So yeah, so there's an animated feature film adaptation in the works. So we may see that sometime soon. Mm. Interesting. So let's see. I don't know. That's all I got. Is there any any product this week? Other than, no, other than the Hasbro rant on the on the bonus show. No, I don't uh, think there's been any new drops or anything. Uh, no, I think that's it. And with that, we will bring this episode. Uh, probably not that quickly. <laughs> I mean, you know, things. it could be short and sweet. What do you got, Dom? What do you want to talk oh, about? I mean, new D&D book coming up soon, guys. Get ready. That Is that will the be Hogwarts book? Yeah, it's Hogwarts. D- now, again, um, and now I need to drop in the D&D production, but um, we'll, we'll skip the D&D production for this week, just just this once. Did I see them announce another new uh, announce a new book that's coming out after, like, Strixhaven? Was there another one announced? I don't think there is. They I, might have announced like the next next year or something because they do that sometimes. But yeah, I feel like I oh. saw the cover of something that's coming that wasn't one of the ones that we've talked about. So I thought I thought I saw that, but maybe I didn't. Do you, do you know what color it was? No, I don't. No. So when is Strixhaven coming out? Uh, December seventh. It's the uh, the D Day. Uh... Oh yeah. Oh. I didn't even know that yeah december 7th 1941 no that's pearl harbor day i mean pearl harbor day not d-day <laughs> idiot oh yeah <laughs> they did they did drop a new book coming up soon oh it's another critical role book oh it is that's why i didn't recognize anything about it okay so it's critical that's why role. no one it's cares a critical role campaign sweet what was the other critical role campaign book called so that, that was, was the, just that, a, a source book. That's a source book for critical uh, role. I, have, I don't. I don't want to. Gra- it's on my pile. What was it called? Grab it. Uh, now I gotta grab it. Hold on. Is that my copy or yours? Mine. Yours is preserved safely. Okay. That's all. That's all that you needed to know, right? Hold on. I don't believe. Play, play, I don't believe it. Waiting music. Or, oh, or just okay, I'm gonna put the show on hold. I'll put the show on hold. Put the hold show on hold. hold. <laughs> 
was called Explorer's Guide to Wild Mountain. Wild yeah, Mountain is the it. Critical yeah. Role book. Okay. And this Wild one is Mountain. called Just Critical Role, Call of the Nether Deep. The Nether Deep. It's a campaign of some sort. It's a that campaign. That takes you from 3 to 12. It sounds it's dirty. Like Frosthaven or whatever that book was. Oh. Yes. No alternate cover. It uh, makes me it makes Hooray. me it makes me feel weird one. weird in my nether deeps. That sounds dirty. I don't know. Is yeah, that yeah, my nethers? <laughs> yeah. I tried well, I, I, I stayed on the show. I tried I tried this newest season of Critical Role. I can't get behind homebrew classes. <laughs> I just can't get behind I just I just I don't I mean I get I, on the one hand I get it, but on the other hand I just don't. Yeah, you know, on like the I, one I tried I to it, listen that, to it as a radio drama. But... Yeah, people enjoy it, and that's fine. But on the other hand, I don't understand why you would spend hours doing that instead of buying a book, grabbing some pencils and paper, and a couple of friends, and doing your own thing. You know, I'll tell you why. I'll, and and I'll uh, and for this show is a perfect example of that for me. Yeah, for I can't the... see you, Scott. You can't see me. I'm not coming no. up. There we are. Is your How's light that? gone off? Um. Uh, yeah. Let me get some more light here. How's this? Um. There you go. So sometimes people don't have the time to get out the books themselves, and maybe they don't have the friends to sit around with and play the game with. But they can. Maybe they commute. Maybe they're doing something where they can listen to these extended yeah. things they're and they have the time. Vicariously living through others. I get it. One hundred percent. I get. I get that there there are exceptions to. My suggestion that you should be playing D and D and not watching it. Yeah. However, it's the people who do have the time and do have the friends and spend hours watching other people play. You know, like on the one hand, again, I appreciate that sort of thing. You know, like you know, I had a girlfriend who loved watching me play video games. You know, like she loved watching, and that was fine. <laughs> you know, but I also tried to encourage her to like find a game that she liked and find, you know like I, I i just don't understand the time spent doing watching somebody do doing something rather than figuring a way, out a way to do it yourself with the exception that yes not everybody has time to sit down for a couple hours and play in D. okay that's fine yeah i and still it, think everybody could find time to do it they just have to want it badly enough to do that well yeah and maybe they don't want it badly enough i, I will say one other thing i saw a funny a TikTok, uh, which is the new social media platform out there, Kev, if you're not familiar. Um, I've heard of it. Yeah, you've heard of it. We're familiar. Um, so it's the this guy's son was watching somebody play video games on Twitch, and then he was going to sit down and watch his son watch somebody play video games on Twitch, just try to prove the point to his son that watching somebody else do something is silly. But I just thought that was kind of funny. So he's watching his son watch somebody play video yeah, games. And it's like, brilliant. But it's like, if you like it, if, if, if you enjoy it, you enjoy it. You know, you, we don't need to gatekeep what people like. And again, I would say this show was that for me as well. Like, you know, when, when I said Why the Last Man's coming out and I heard you guys talk about Why the Last Man for years on this show and I was excited to maybe see the, the, the show because I know I wasn't going to spend the time to read the book, but I got to vicariously experience some of Why the Last Man through your guys' enjoyment of it, right? And so that's that's what this show had been for me for years when I'm too right. busy or I don't have the time to read all the comic books or watch all the shows, but I can hear somebody that I know and I like their opinion and I can kind of still feel like I'm keeping up with the fandoms that I'm not able to devote enough time to through a show like this. And now maybe I'm doing that for somebody else. Maybe. Maybe. 
I'm reading the comics news so you don't have to. Weren't we ending this show like 20 minutes? That was ago? it. I wanted the wrap-up music to play a little bit longer so that we could get some get some use oh, out of been, that. It's been like gently laid underneath all of our conversations. That's right. In the uh, he could adjust it. Yeah. So uh, with that, I will uh, let uh, Kev. Why don't you Why don't you wrap it up and we'll do our, or should we do our social media first? Let's do social media first. Be sure to uh, like and subscribe to the show on whatever podcatcher you use. Leave positive reviews; those certainly help other people to find us. You can follow the show on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Tell a friend. Tell a friend about the show. It is Geek Stuff TNG at all of those places. There's lots of good uh, material getting posted over on the Facebook. Kev's really uh, stepping up the Facebook page there, so check that out. Um, if you want to support us on Patreon for just a dollar a month, you can uh, join our Discord server for three dollars a month. It is the bon- the early bird special. You get this show the day after we record it. Usually that's Monday or Tuesday nights. And then for five dollars a month, you get the weekend bonus show. It is where we stand this weekend. Normally it's the sandwich shop. And then for ten dollars a month, you get to watch the show live and direct on the Instagram lives. Would have been funny today. Yep. <laughs> And then uh, you can find me on the Instagram at PyDayScott1 and over on Twitter as at PyDayScott. That's P-I-D-A-Y-S-C-O-T-T. Sandwich? You can find me on Instagram and Xbox One, theory, at Fat Dumbledore. F-A-T-D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E. Have you been checking out my Fortnite stats? I, I wouldn't have an ability to because I haven't been on Fortnite yet. Oh, cause you're, cause I always see yours up there. I guess that's somebody using your account, like me playing or just me online. No, you playing. Oh my! I have my Xbox account on at my girlfriend's house and their brothers. Her brother oh, I my account. So like, I've been killing it on Fortnite. There you go, boy. Killing it on Fortnite. Proud of you. Uh, you can find me there on Xbox One playing Fortnite and other games. Uh, the other two that I play um, occasionally, rarely at this point. Uh, as Big Kev GS, you can find me as GK Geek Stuff everywhere else. There you go. You almost lost it there. You were close, but you came back with it. It's, it's only funny until I have a stroke. Then it's not funny. And then, and then we have to watch from 5,000 miles of safety. Yep. All right. Well, Kev? With that, Mr. Scott, Mr. Sandwich, we will take this episode of Geek Stuff TNG episode 660, the one we called Take On Me, uh, to a close. Uh, the way we end some shows by saying... Good night, HasLab Rancor, wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music. This song's called Alice's Restaurant. It's about Alice and the restaurant. But Alice's Restaurant is not the name of the restaurant. That's just the name of the song. 
And that's why I called the song Alice's Restaurant. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. Walk right in, it's around the back, just a half a mile from the railroad track. And you can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. Now it all started two Thanksgivings ago, it was on two years ago on Thanksgiving when my friend and I went up to visit Alice at the restaurant, but Alice doesn't live in the restaurant, she lives in the church nearby the restaurant in the bell tower with her husband Ray and Fotch is a dog, and living in the bell tower like that, they got a lot of room downstairs where the pews used to be, and Having all that room, seeing as how they took out all the pews, they decided that they didn't have to take out their garbage for a long time. We got up there, we found all the garbage in there, and we decided it'd be a friendly gesture for us to take the garbage down to the city dump. So we took the half a ton of garbage, put it in the back of a red VW microbus, took shovels and rakes and implements of destruction, and headed on toward the city dump. Well, we got there, and there's a big sign and a chain across the dump saying closed on Thanksgiving. And we had never heard of a dump closed on Thanksgiving before. And with tears in our eyes, we drove off into the sunset looking for another place to put the garbage. We didn't find one. Till we came to a side road, and off the side of the side road was another 15-foot cliff. And at the bottom of the cliff was another pile of garbage. And we decided that one big pile is better than two little piles, and rather than bring that one up, we decided to throw ours down. That's what we did. Drove back to the church, had a Thanksgiving dinner that couldn't be beat, went to sleep and didn't get up until the next morning when we got a phone call from Officer Obi. Said, kid, we found your name on an envelope at the bottom of a half a ton of garbage, and wanted to know if you had any information about it. And I said, yes, sir, Officer Obi, cannot tell a lie. I put that envelope under that garbage. <laughs> After speaking to Obi for about 45 minutes on the telephone, we finally arrived at the truth of the matter and said that we had to go down and pick up the garbage and also had to go down and speak to him at the police officer station. So we got in the red VW microbus with the shovels and rakes and implements of destruction headed on toward the police officer station. Now, friends, there was only one or two things that Obi could have done at the police station, and the first was that he could have given us a medal for being so brave and honest on the telephone, which wasn't very likely and we didn't expect it. Another thing was that he could have bawled us out and told us never to be seen driving garbage around the vicinity again, which is what we expected. But when we got to the police officer station, there was a third possibility that we hadn't even counted upon, and we was both immediately arrested, handcuffed. And I said, Obi, I don't think I can pick up the garbage with these handcuffs on. He said, shut up, kid. Get in the back of the patrol car, and that's what we did. Sat in the back of the patrol car and drove to the, quote, scene of the crime, unquote. 
I want to tell you about the town of Stockbridge, Massachusetts, where this is happening. Here they got three stop signs, two police officers, and one police car. But when we got to the scene of the crime, there was five police officers and three police cars being the biggest crime of the last 50 years, and everybody wanted to get in a newspaper story about it. And they was using up all kinds of cop equipment that they had hanging around the police officer station. They was taking plastic tire track footprints, dog smelling prints, and they took 27 8 by 10 colored glossy photographs with circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back of each one explaining what each one was to be used as evidence against us. Took pictures of the approach, the getaway, the northwest corner and southwest corner, and that's not to mention the aerial photography. After the ordeal, we went back to the jail. Obi said he was gonna put us in the cell. Said, kid, I'm gonna put you in the cell. I want your wallet and your belt. And I said, Obi, I can understand you wanting my wallet so I don't have any money to spend in the cell, but what do you want my belt for? And it said, kid, we don't want any hangings. Said, Obi, did you think I was gonna hang myself for littering? Obi said he was making sure, and friends Obi was, cause he took out the toilet seat so I couldn't hit myself over the head and ground. And he took out the toilet paper so I couldn't bend the bars, roll out the roll the toilet paper out the window, slide down the roll and have an escape. Obi was making sure, and it was about four or five hours later that Alice, remember Alice? It's a song about Alice. Alice came by and with a few nasty words to Obi on the side, bailed us out of jail. We went back to the church, had another Thanksgiving dinner that couldn't be beat and didn't get up until the next morning when we all had to go to court. We walked in, sat down. Obi came in with a 27 8 by 10 colored glossy pictures with the circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back each one. Sat down man came in said all rise we all stood up and obi stood up with the 27 8 by 10 colored glossy pictures and the judge walked in sat down with the cni dog and he sat down we sat down obi looked at the cni dog and then the 27 8 by 10 colored glossy pictures with the circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back of each one and looked at the cni dog and then at the 27, 8 by 10, colored glossy pictures with the circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back of each one and began to cry, cause Obi came to the realization that it was a typical case of American blind justice and there wasn't nothing he could do about it. And the judge wasn't gonna look at the 27, 8 by 10, colored glossy pictures with the circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back of each one explaining what each one was to be used as evidence against us. And we was fined $50 and had to pick up the garbage in the snow, but that's not what I came to tell you about. Came to talk about the draft. We got a building down in New York City, it's called Whitehall Street, where you walk in and you get injected, inspected, detected, infected, neglected, and selected. I went down to get my physical examination one day and I walked in, I sat down, got good and drunk the night before, so I looked and felt my best when I went in that morning. Cause I wanted to look like the all-American kid from New York City. Man, I wanted, I wanted to feel like the all, I wanted to be the all-American kid from New York. And I walked in, sat down, I was hung down, brung down, hung up and all 
times of mean, nasty, ugly things. And I walked in, I sat down, they gave me a piece of paper, said, Kid, see the psychiatrist, room 604. And I went up there, I said, Shrink, I wanna kill. I mean, I wanna, I wanna kill. Kill. I wanna, I wanna see, I wanna see blood and gore and guts and veins in my teeth. Eat dead, burnt bodies. I mean, kill. 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 And I started jumping up and down, yelling, kill. Kill. And it started jumping up and down with me, and we was both jumping up and down, yelling, kill. Kill. And the sergeant came over, pinned a medal on me, sent me down the hall, said, you're our boy. And you feel too good about it. Proceeded on down the hall, getting more injections, inspections, detections, neglections, and all kinds of stuff that they was doing to me at the thing there. And I was there for two hours, three hours, four hours. I was there for a long time, going through all kinds of mean, nasty, ugly things, and I was just having a tough time there. And they was inspecting, injecting every single part of me, and they wasn't leaving no part untouched. Proceeded through, and I when I finally came to see the very last man I walked in, walked in, sat down after a whole big thing there And I walked up and said, what do you want? He said, kid, we only got one question Have you ever been arrested? And I proceeded to tell him the story of Alice's Restaurant Massacre with full orchestration and five-part harmony and stuff like that And then all the phenomena stopped me right there and said, kid, did you ever go to court? I proceeded to tell them the story of the 27 8 by 10 colored glossy pictures with the circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back of each one that stopped me right there and said, Kid, I want you to go over and sit down on that bench that says Group W. Now, kid. And I, I walked over to, to the bench there, and there's his group W's where they, where they put you if you may not be moral enough to, to join the army after committing your special crime. And here was all kinds of mean, nasty, ugly-looking people on the bench there. Mother rapers. Father stabbers. Father rapers. <laughs> Father Raper sitting right there on the bench next to me, and one it was mean and nasty and ugly and horrible and crime-fighting guys are sitting there on the bench, and the meanest, ugliest, nastiest one, the meanest Father Raper of them all, was coming over to me, and he was mean and ugly and nasty and horrible and all kinds of things, and he sat down next to me and said, "Kid, what'd you get?" said, I didn't get nothing. I had to pay $50 and pick up the garbage. He <laughs> said, what were you arrested for, kid? And I said, littering. And they all moved away from me on the bench there to carry a bone, all kinds of mean, nasty things, till I said, and creating a nuisance. And they all came back, shook my hand, and we had a great time on the bench talking about crime, mother stabbing, father raping, all kinds of groovy things that we was talking about on the bench. And everything was fine. We were smoking cigarettes and all kinds of things until the sergeant came over. 
had some paper in his hand, held it up and said, Kids, this piece of paper's got 47 words, 37 sentences, 58 words. We want no details of the crime, tell them the crime, and that's the kind of thing you gotta say, pretend to about the crime, want to know the rest of the officer's name, and that's the kind of thing you gotta say, and they talked for 45 minutes, and nobody understood a word that he said, but we had fun filling out the forms and playing with the pencils on the bench there. And I filled out the massacre with the four-part harmony and wrote it down there just like it was and everything was fine and I put down a pencil and I turned over the piece of paper and, and there, there on the other side, in the middle of the other side, away from everything else on the other side, in parentheses, capital letters, quotated, read the following words. Kid, have you rehabilitated yourself? I went over to the sergeant and said, Sergeant, you've got a lot of damn gall to ask me if I've rehabilitated myself. I mean, I mean, I mean, I just, I'm sitting here on a bench. I mean, I'm sitting here on a group W bench. Cause you wanna know if I'm moral enough to join an army, burn women, kids, houses, and villages after being a litter bug. He looked at me and said, kid, you don't like your kind. And we're gonna send your fingerprints off to Washington and friends. Somewhere in Washington, enshrined in some little folders, a study in black and white of my fingerprints. And the only reason I'm singing you the song now is because you may know somebody in a similar situation. Or you may be in a similar situation. And if you're in a situation like that, there's only one thing you can do is walk into the shrink wherever you are. Just walk in, say, shrink. You can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant and walk out. You know, if one person, just one person does it, they may think he's really sick and they won't take him. And if two people, two people do it in harmony, they think they're both faggots and it won't take either of them. And if three people do it, three, can you imagine three people walking in, singing a bar, Alice's restaurant, and walking out? They may think it's an organization. And can you, can you imagine 50 people a day? I said 50 people a day walking in, singing a bar, Alice's restaurant, and walking out. And friends, they may think it's a movement. And that's what it is. The Alice's Restaurant Anti-Massacre Movement. And all you gotta do to join is to sing it the next time it comes around on the guitar with feeling. So we'll wait till it comes around on the guitar here and sing it when you're done. Here it comes. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. 
You can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant. Walk right in, it's around the back, just a half a mile from the railroad track. And you can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant. That was horrible. Want to end war and stuff? You gotta sing loud. You could put a lot. I've been singing the song now for 25 minutes. I could sing it for another 25 minutes. I'm not proud <laughs> or tired. So we'll wait till it comes around again. And this time with four-part harmony and feeling. We're just waiting for it to come around, is what we're doing. All right now. You can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant. Accepting Alice. You can get anything you want. At Alice's restaurant, they walk right in, it's around the back, just a half a mile from the railroad track, and you can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant. At Alice's Good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. <laughs>